We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, everyone. It's Monday. MAGA Monday. Another start to a great MAGA week. Come on in. start the week. Good morning, everyone. The Trump dance. You can't beat it. Retribution. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Monday. 
MAGA Monday. Another another week. Another week. What's happening, everybody? Hope you're all doing great. Come on in, hit the like button, hit the thumbs up, subscribe, share the link, do all that good stuff. We had a lot going on. We had a lot of action over the weekend in Trump world. We had a lot of action in uh, DeSantard world with the meltdowns of what was happening in Trump world. They hate us because they ain't us. That's a fact. That's a fact. They're so aggravated at everything that's happening with Donald Trump. They can't stop this guy. They can't stop the support. They, the only thing they can do is block us on social media, which I've been blocked by several people this uh, this weekend. Finally, that cuck Max Nardo, the troll account of Brian Griffin, uh, DeSantis's, I think it's deputy press secretary, blocked me. Jeremy Redfern, his actual DeSantis's actual press secretary, blocked me uh, for calling him out for the princess piece of garbage that he is. Good morning, everyone in the chat. We got Steve from England. Oh, it's afternoon over there. That's right. Laura Ann, of course, AP Unfiltered, the great moderator, who I think, is it your birthday today? Is it today your birthday? My daughter's birthday is tomorrow. Who else we got? I saw Jonathan Allen in there. Cigars are great, but you could still get fucked. I love it. Uh, starting out slow today. It was, uh, it was a busy weekend. But I hope you're all doing well. I really do. And uh, we got the holidays. I cannot believe it is mid-November already. And Thanksgiving, like next week or in two weeks. It's, it's right around the corner. Two weeks, I think, right? Man, it's going to be 2024 before you know it. It's a year away until we elect Donald Trump as the 47th president of the United States. But I'm going to tell you, we got a lot of work ahead of us, people. Because there's a lot of shit going on. And there is a lot of destruction going on. There's a lot of self-destruction going on. There's a lot of uh, just, just sabotage all over the place. All over the place. Go buy some cigars for AP Unfiltered for his birthday. <laughs> That's a good birthday present. Is it today? Oh, today's his birthday. Today's AP Unfiltered's birthday, everybody. Today, make sure you wish him a happy birthday. Everybody, not only wish him a happy birthday, but tell him to get fucked in the chat. Get fucked on your birthday, AP Unfiltered. I mean, you could take that any way you want. All right. Donald Trump was in New Hampshire. This guy is nonstop. The DeSantards, all they want to do is talk about his age, um, amongst other just nonsense. The guy literally goes to New Hampshire, and he was somewhere right before New Hampshire. I don't know why I'm having a brain fart. Hogman's in the chat. He goes to New Hampshire, and then that night, he shows up with an entourage, of course, at the UFC fight in Madison Square Garden in New York. The guy's flying all over the place. The Santards are melting down because crowds are going wild to see him, and they're like, oh, look, Ron DeSantis is hanging out in coffee shops, shaking hands with voters, and Donald Trump is at the UFC fight with Kid Rock and Tucker Carlson. He doesn't care about you. It's so retarded. I can't. I will inform the way. <laughs> it is completely ridiculous 
how these idiots can go on. First of all, as long as they have been, whether it's, oh, they want to talk about single-issue bullshit all weekend. I don't know, somebody brought up the whole COVID thing again, and I was going back and forth with some of these morons, moron DeSantards, and just stop already. DeSantis was a piece of shit during COVID. All the receipts are there. I was posting all the receipts all weekend to these people, and it was like they, they weren't even seeing it. You know, when Ron DeSantis is bragging about putting, making sure that the needles are going in Florida's, the arms of Florida's elderly, and then bragging about the two millionth vaccine going into a World War III, World War II, well, we're not a World War III yet, World War II veteran's arm. And then the guy, I don't know if it was that one, but one of them, I think he, he did a, 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 a TV spot or a social media thing with another one and died weeks later. Thanks, Ron. Just, just just open up the COVID death camps. Two millionth jab in the army was bragging about. But then they want to go after Donald Trump for the mRNA vaccine. Give me a break. Just stop. They're so the desperation is off the charts. I, I've I've never seen anything like it. They're so desperate. They don't know which way to go anymore. They're in so many different directions. What do we do? Coffee shop. We can't fill it. What's happening? It's it's crazy. Buck Fiden's in the chat. Buck Fiden is in the chat. Another day without being carted away by the FBI having Bearcats rip up his front lawn. That's always good. It's always good. He died, right, that's the World War II guy. He died less than four months later. You did a meme on that. Send them, drop the meme, send me the meme. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, so Donald Trump was in New Hampshire. Had a couple clips. There's a couple, you know. Listen, at this point, you know where Donald Trump stands on everything, but it's always good to hear hear him speak. This was... uh, He's talking about eradicating the homelessness of veterans across America, which is important. Oh, by the way, and we'll get to that at some point towards the end. Um, San Francisco magically made their homeless disappear because the communist dictator of China was coming to visit. Big black gates and and where's all the homeless? All of a sudden, they're all gone. It's like San Francisco streets are clean. There's no human shit on the sidewalks. There's no needles in the streets. There's no homeless people. No one with the fentanyl fold or jerking off in the in, on the street corner outside of their tent. It's pretty wild. We'll get to that. Here's Donald Trump talking about homelessness among veterans. I'll also make it a personal mission to completely eradicate veterans' homelessness in America. You know, we were doing a great job with it, and then... A terrible thing happened. We were doing so well with it. And then these guys get in and uh, they treat the illegal aliens just pouring, pouring into our country better than they treat our veterans. That's a fact. I mean, in Staten Island, New York, they literally displaced veterans out of a nursing home assisted living facility. And they moved them to another facility that they hated so that they could take this nice nursing home and nice residential area and fill it with illegal aliens by the busloads. They're still protesting there every day. 
and I think they're gaining ground. I, I, something's happening with that place, but literally displaced veterans and served this country. Some of them, I believe, even injured combat veterans and threw them into some facility that is shit so they can use that for illegal aliens. And it's, uh, it's a fact. You know, bet- between that and them taking over hotels in every major city and, and, and causing billions of dollars uh, that you're paying for, it, it's, it's unbelievable. But, uh, so yeah, listen, Don- they're also going crazy because Donald Trump wants to, I think the Daily News did, did, a, did a piece on it. I didn't even read the whole article, but the headline was great. And the headline was enough to make people melt down. But meanwhile, it blew up because everyone who is, is a Trump supporter was loving it and, and resharing it about how they, they want to make Donald Trump look like the big, bad, evil boogeyman by saying he wants to uh, round up illegal aliens, put them in prison camps, <laughs> prison camps, and deport them out of the country. I've been saying that forever. Like, I, I want Donald Trump to come in, and he said it himself. He wants to have the largest deportation operation of illegal aliens in the history of America. They should be rounding them up, detaining them somewhere so they're not roaming the streets, National Guard, whoever it is, and then deporting them right back where they came from, especially, especially targeting the special interest aliens you know the terrorist cells we need to uh we need to get them out we need to get them out now um because we're, we're, we're gonna have we're gonna have serious problems <laughs> donald trump also took a shot at our good friend meatball ron i thought this was pretty awesome by tens of millions of and i'm not wearing lifts either by the way <laughs> i don't have six inch heels Actually, the greatest moment of the debate when Ron was walking, or Ron DeSanctimonious was walking off the stage, and his feet, it's weird, because <laughs> his cowboy boots. So they have a high heel outside, but inside you got a big heel going on. A big deal. Come walking. on. <laughs> oh, my God. No, he's walking off the stage like he's trying to balance himself. I thought he was wearing ice skates. <laughs> By Ken's- <laughs> Come on. Now Donald Trump's, Donald Trump's going after the lifts. Literally, when you watch him walk now, it's like somebody trying to balance on high heels. Like he's, a, like he's one of those transgender types trying to walk in high heels for the first time. Oh, it's wild. It's great. Ah, Scaramooch, Big Mac, Justine. I thought I saw Brandy with a B. I did, right? There she is. One of the great memers of the Dilly Meme team. Uh, which, by the way, the Dilly Mean team literally has SNL using Meatball Ron. They did a whole skit on uh, on the debate, and they were going through uh, all, all the idiots running for you know president, whoever they were having playing each other. <laughs> and they got to Ron, and he's like, "And you Meatball Ron." I, when I heard it, I was like, "Holy shit!" The writers of SNL are even watching the Dilly Mean team. How great is that? Meatball Ron. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, yeah, Donald Trump, of course, in New Hampshire, he rocked the house. And it was a small event. That's another thing. 
it's known that the Trump campaign wants to have more smaller events than less larger events. It makes perfect sense. And it's also smart financially because those large Trump rallies minimum are like a half a million dollars to set up. That's a lot of money. These smaller rally, events, rallies, whatever you want to call them, aren't cheap. But, you know, it's we have a, we're a year out. Where, where do we? Uh, March is the primary, right? And then we have, you know, a year till the, till the general. And got to be smart. Got to keep raising money. You can't win elections without money. So donaldjtrump.com, you should drop a dollar or five dollars into the campaign. We got to fuel that jet, people, and we got to pay those legal fees. They hate that because they think they think that's something they can throw in our faces that's going to affect us. These fucking DeSantards and these leftists. Oh, look, you're financing his legal fights. Absolutely. Because the legal fights are from the tyrannical government that we despise and we want to fight. And any idiot that wants to wear a DeSantis 2024 hat should be saying the same exact thing, but they're not because they're the same exact DeSantards and the left. They're one and the same. There is no difference, especially now. There is no difference. DeSantards are wishing death on Donald Trump. They want him to go to prison forever. They want him convicted of anything and everything to prevent him from running for uh, president of the United States because they know that's the only way, the only desperate way that their meatball on high heels could ever be handed the nomination for president. That's what they want to do. They're all cucks. Did I just see Magical Trevor in the chat? Look, there he is, Magical Trevor, one of the I guess infamous Dilly meme team members. Yeah, you guys, you guys rocked. You guys hijacked SNL. The fucking Dilly meme team hijacked SNL. Meatball Ron. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And I know <clears throat> Brendan was uh, away with the wife at a football game or something, and I was busy because I, I had my phone out and I was going to text Brendan Dilly like, "You guys just hijacked SNL." Uh, or I should say SNL, an SNL writer saw a meme and was like, meatball Ron, and boom, it was in there. I couldn't believe it. I think the Santards are worse. I think they're worse now. They are worse now. And make sure you people are following Magical Trevor. One of the great... Dilly meme team members. Brandy with a B is in the house in there. And of course, that scumbag hog man. He's in there. He's always here, though. We can't get rid of him. The hog. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. Magical Trevor. Definitely an account you need to be following. <clears throat> Wait, did I? Was the. I have to look. Oh, no. My opening. My opening video was from uh, Miguelifornia and Soul Memes. That was a collaboration. I thought I had one of your videos up. Magical Trevor. There was something I had. Oh, no, maybe it was Mags. I don't know. Anyway, another news that 
retard Tim Scott decides. I, I'm surprised it took so long for him to drop out, to drop out of the race. And of course, the DeSantard's crying again. Well, it's, <clears throat> you know, was celebrating, I should say, for nothing. Well, Tim Scott dropped out of the race, so that just means more Iowa support for DeSantis. DeSantards are going crazy over there. 30,000 caucus con- uh People confirming the caucus in Iowa, 30,000 of them. There are 5 million people in that state, I believe, somewhere around there. Like, give it a break. Just just stop. You can have your cringy fucking endorsement from Kim Reynolds that nobody cares about that literally wants to resettle aliens in her state. A lot of people aren't happy about that, and they're not going to forget that, among other things. If DeSantis wins Iowa, you can hold me to this. I will never speak about politics again. I will give up everything. I will never do another show. I will never appear on another show. I will just go off into the distance and I will just sell cigars for the rest of my life and that's it. I, I, won't, I won't do this. I will not. It is ridiculous to think the way Ron DeSantis has pulled. The guy can't pull. Has he pulled 20% anywhere since he has run for president? Has Ron, I don't even know, because all I either see him in single digits, 11, 12, 14%, tied with Nikki Haley, getting his dick kicked in by the Twinkie King of New Jersey. I Has he, has he hit 20 points anywhere in the United States? Maybe Florida, but he's still getting his, his ass kicked in Florida in the polls. Oh, we got Jim Eagle in the chat. I haven't seen you in a while, Mr. Eagle. Good morning. Haven't seen your name in a while. So Tim Scott drops out of the 2024 presidential race, right? Who gives a shit, right? When when are you endorsing Donald Trump, Tim? When are you endorsing Donald Trump? You're supposed to be a big Donald Trump supporter. You were running for president. Why? I don't know. But I mean, granted... In Florida, he's a punchline. He's a he's a punchline in the state he governs. You imagine? The guy's been living in Iowa for seven months on the taxpayers of Florida dime. Like, Florida taxpayers are paying for him to basically live in Iowa, him and the family. Who's governing Florida? Seven months, the guy hasn't left Iowa. Like, wh- are, you, are you still the governor of Florida? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, it's great. Has anybody seen him in Florida? Buck fighting, you're in Florida. Has he been to any events in Florida as governor? A ribbon-cutting ceremony. Give me a ribbon-cutting ceremony, Meatball. Something. I'm the governor. Here I am. Are we doing any type of governing? Who's running the state of Florida right now? Endorse Donald J. Trump, you slow-talking son of a bitch. Stop talking about sending weapons and money over to Ukraine because you hate Russia. Let's... Let's get on the ball here and shove the shove it right up the DeSantard's asses. And uh, it's time to endorse Donald Trump. Oh, here's this clip. Is this where, is this going to let me, there we go. This is him talking about not, uh, where's my play button? Let me start by asking, how are you feeling? Dallas won this afternoon, so my, I, I, I guess oh, you're feeling up. a little bit better, <clears throat> but how are you feeling and when are you going to get back on the campaign trail? 
Well, Trey, anytime Dak Prescott has five touchdowns, uh, you feel better about everything. What? Uh, I, I, I've been drinking a lot of water. I'll be down for another couple of days, but <clears throat> I'm looking forward to getting back on the campaign trail. Without any question, Trey, one of the things I would recommend to every single American, I know it's not possible, by the way, if you ever want to love your country more, run for president, Jesus traveling Christ. this country, meeting people has been one of the most fantastic experiences of my entire life. I love America more today. He could have done all of that campaigning for Donald Trump if he was a real, true fucking American patriot that loved this country. What he should have said, if you love America, you should come out and support Donald Trump. Get out there on the campaign trail. He could have met all the all great people actually campaigning side by side. On the, on the campaign stage with Donald Trump. Now, instead, what did he do? Hey, fuck you. That I did on May 22nd. But when I go back to Iowa, it will not be as a presidential uh, candidate. I am suspending my campaign. I, I think the voters uh, who are the most remarkable people on the planet have been really clear that they're telling me. Hold on a second. Right at the beginning of this, he said he's looking forward to get back on the campaign trail and then Five seconds later, he says he's suspending his campaign. Is he getting back on the campaign trail for somebody? Uh, not now, Tim. I don't think they're saying, Trey, no, but I do think they're saying not now. And so I'm going to respect the voters, and I'm going to hold on and keep working really hard and uh, look forward to another opportunity. So what's going to happen? With, what's, what's happening with Tim Scott? He just suspended his presidential campaign. Looked like for the first time last night on Fox News with this guy who looks like he uh, is having a hard time with chemo. What? And uh, yeah, okay. Republican Senator Tim Scott announced on Sunday he's dropping out of the 2024 presidential race. I don't even think he realized he was doing it. He literally said he can't wait to get back on the campaign trail. When I go back to Iowa, it will not be as a presidential candidate. I am suspending my campaign. I think the voters who are most remarkable people on the planet planet have been really clear that they're telling me not now, Scott. Not ever. And according to NBC News, Tim Scott's staffers didn't even know the senator was ending his campaign. I can't wait to get back on the campaign trail. By the way, I'm not gonna I'm I'm suspending my my presidential campaign. His staffers didn't know about it. Did he literally right there on Fox News just have an epiphany in his head and say, you know what, I'm, I'm suspending my, my campaign, or is he just not communicating with his staff? What's the story with that? Um, and, you know, of course, right, Tucker Carlson exposed him as a Ukraine hawk over the summer at that bullshit conference, whatever the hell they called it, where Tucker Carlson was interviewing everybody, and he completely slammed them about why do you want to why do you want to keep sending money over to Ukraine? You know? So, Tim Scott, who are you going to endorse? Oh, here it is. Here's the uh let's watch this. Hold on. Well, so, so here's I'm just interested because all measures are relative. So Russia's bad, Russia's a threat, Putin's evil, got it. <laughs> but the total body count from Russia in the United States is right around zero. Like I don't know anyone who's been killed by Russia. I know people personally who've been killed by Mexico. The government of Mexico allows fentanyl to be made in its country and to come over our border. Yes. And remittances from Mexico are a huge part of their economy. The Mexican government is party to the murder of hundreds of thousands of Americans. So why is Mexico less of a threat than Russia? Well, two things. I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. 
Okay, but yeah, and fr I mean, frankly, here's, here's no Americans killed by Russia, yep. hundreds of thousands killed by Mexico, <laughs> but Mexico's our ally and Russia's our enemy. How does that work? Well, I'm not going to pretend like I the legislation I have sponsored that I would sign as president of the United States freezes the assets of the Mexican cartels, targets the Mexican cartels, and hopefully eliminates the flow of fentanyl. Because I do agree with you that 70,000 Americans losing their lives on an annual basis is an existential threat to America that we can solve. We don't have to choose the good news. Is Would you be willing that. to say to the Mexican government, your economy runs on factories right over the border, car plants, for example, but many other manufacturing uh, plants, and we're just going to slap tariffs on that and tank your economy, like tomorrow, unless you stop allowing poison to come into our country. Like, why not do that? I say you use every tool available oh, to stop. stop fentanyl from coming across our border. Uh, yeah, so uh, whatever. Yeah. Tucker Carlson just made an example out of him. He's a Ukraine warmonger he doesn't care about anything else but he's out he's out you guys think he's gonna cuck for desantis you think tim scott is gonna make that political mistake and he's gonna cuck and he's gonna endorse um ron meatball desantis i mean who knows with these fucking people right you, you just you just don't know you can't trust any of them he needs he, he needs to come out and and save himself and support Donald Trump and appear somewhere on the campaign trail with him. That's what he needs to do. Uh, I, Buck Fiden says without question he's going to come out for DeSantis. I hope you're wrong. And happy birthday, AP. Have a good day. Hope you have a good day with the wife and enjoy your, uh, your birthday. And you can get fucked too. <laughs> hey, we are the shows in the chat. Star Walker. Who he wants to be the establishment. Imagine, imagine if that was your outlook on politics. You want to be part of the establishment. You want to be a Lindsey Graham, a Lady G. You want to be just part of the boys club that takes the knee to everything, the military industrial complex. I mean, I'd imagine the appeal is money. To a lot of people. I mean, you look at these people again that make $175,000 a year and they go in and they entrench themselves and they end up multimillionaires, like real pieces of shit, just selling out Americans at every, at every clip. So speaking of um, pieces of shit, <laughs> while we're on that topic, I got, uh, remember our redheaded friend, Jen Saki, you know, circle back Jen. She, uh, commie loving Jen Psaki now. She has a show called Inside with Jen Psaki. So she's got a Sunday cringy show. And she had Cancer Boy Jamie Raskin on. She had Wife Beater and Tenant Scammer Raphael Warnock, who stole the Senate election in Georgia with the help of feckless, gutless Republicans that decided to not show up to the polls because they felt like 2020 was stolen, which it was, but they all cucked out. You know, something else that they blamed Donald Trump for. But uh, she was on her MSNBC show. And of course, they have to talk about Donald Trump. Otherwise, what would they really have to talk about? 
you realize if Donald Trump just gave up, gave it all up and decided never to run for president, what how boring would the political world be? How many people would just stop paying attention again? Seriously. Like, what would you do? What would anybody do? I can't even think about it. Imagine just Donald Trump deciding, you know, I'm not not doing this. I'm going to go play golf and live in Mar-a-Lago with Melania and Barron and live out my days. What would we all do? (laughs) What would we all do? Oh, it's great. So I want to get into a little bit of, ew, I don't want to get into Jen Psaki at all. That's disgusting. Oh, I didn't want to say that. I'll stand by one second. I'm, I'm, I got to check something here. Oh, no. Okay. I, I just got a message on Twitter, but, and it's actually, wait. Oh, it's <laughs> Phantom Shadow. Are you in the chat? Are you in the chat right now? You got to be in the chat. You just sent me a message when I started talking about Jen Psaki. Hold on a second. <laughs> We're going to play this first. Literally, Phantom Shadow just sent me this. Hold on a second. How about, how about this girl? Everybody loves her. She's doing well. Uh, yeah, it's Miss uh, Circle Back herself. So I wanted to show you guys how I make my forehead appear smaller. <laughs> Impossible. Stop Look at it. this fucking head over here. That's fucking ridiculous. It's a big fucking head. Look at that fucking thing. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> you got to make fun of it or something. I don't know. I don't know. What we're going to do is make fun of it. I do have a bigger forehead, and in pictures, it really likes to show. That's a big fucking head. <laughs> Jen Pisaki. You know that, right? Or Pusaki. It's an interesting question, but uh, we'll, we'll circle back. Pisaki. But <laughs> all your life. Did any of your prick friends ever tell you? You got a big fucking head. Pisaki. We will certainly circle back with you more directly. Nobody mentioned it to you. I bet it's piss, piss sake. That sounds right to me. All your life, you're wondering, is it really that fucking big? I gotta tell you. Anyway, ah, uh, Jen Pisaki. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, here, you pull up to a red light, you see kids looking in. That the parents are going, don't look at that fucking head. I That's what it. happens when cousins fuck. Don't look at that head. That's a big fucking head. How do you even take this shit seriously? How, is, this like, is this a serious presidential fucking administration? You serious? Right? Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Oh my God. That was completely unexpected. That was not planned. That was strategically and well thought out, planned, and sent by Phantom Shadow. Oh, my God. I was like, wait a minute. As I was going to play a real Jen Psaki clip, let me check this fucking Twitter message I just got. I'm probably going to play that about 10 times throughout the day. That is out of control. Out of control. Oh, Rocket, 10 bucks. That's going towards the January 6th. Um, kids gift card drive. I'll get it out. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm running on fumes today. So that 10 bucks just became 20 bucks. And actually, uh, I was talking to 
over the weekend, I was talking to Cynthia Hughes from the Patriot Freedom Project. I'm actually going to see her next month at the New York Young Republican Club uh, Black Tie Gala. Um, and I'm going to be giving her a shit ton of Amazon gift cards for the kids because that's what they want. The January 6th kids whose parents are incarcerated, trying to give them a good Christmas again. So any of the money that's raised, like I said, which you people have been donating like crazy to in the Rumble uh, rants in the chat and the rumble chat will get uh, turned into Amazon gift cards. Oh, Phantom Shadows in the Twitter chat. <clears throat> I didn't even realize that. I know that when I stream, I'm streaming on Twitter. I didn't even know there was a live chat there. I don't see it, but that's awesome. I'm glad you sent that to me. <laughs> anyway. Hold on. Now I got to get back to where I am because Phantom Shadow completely fucked me all up here. I got to hold on. Here we go. It was a good fuck up, though. I'm very happy you did that. That was great. That was great. So, wait, where am I? Here I am. Sorry, people. Yeah, live show. You got to produce your own shit. So, Jen Saki went on her stupid show yesterday with her giant forehead that she got from her cousin's fucking and producing her. <laughs> yeah, she went and cried about Donald Trump becoming president and taking revenge and retribution on the enemies and weaponizing government and prosecuting everybody and going after protesters who want to kill babies and all that. Listen to this piece of shit. After a long stretch of dark political predictions for Democrats and a lot of freaking out of our poll numbers, things did start to feel a little bit better this week. A Democratic governor was reelected in Kentucky. Democrats swept control of the Virginia legislature, She's which most people were not predicting. And the people of Ohio turned out in droves to protect abortion rights in this happy state. Happy about that, you baby you murderer bitch. Thinking, All right, maybe things aren't so bad. Maybe I shouldn't be so terrified about the safety of democracy and my rights after all. The forces of good are winning out in the end. And I'm going to tune this all out for a while of other things to worry about. If that's how you're feeling, I kind of get it. And there are some things to feel relieved about. But at the same time, the threat of a second Trump term is still very real. Oh, it's not and a threat. It's a promise, right bitch. Are some of the most concerning things we have ever heard him say. So it's important for everyone to really start listening. You're on notice. If I happen to be president and I see somebody who's doing well and beating me very badly, I say, go down and indict them. Mostly where that would be, you know, they would be out of business. They'd be out. They'd be out of the election. Indict them all. If they're beating me, go down and indict them. That, well, that's what the Democrats do. forecasting that in a second term, he will wield power however he chooses. Absolutely. Unconstrained by the rule of law. This is some truly scary, authoritarian, banana republic <laughs> type stuff, and we should hear it that way. Just yesterday, he took to Truth Social to imply that Democrats, or any political opponents, frankly, are the greatest threat to America and need to be rooted out like vermin. Vermin is the word he used. Yes, back. communist it's Marxist. It's not just rhetoric. Remember, the Washington Post reported just last week about specific plans Trump and his allies have drafted to put his words into action. Yes. On top of planning to launch investigations into people who dared to critique him or disagree with him during his time in office, including people who worked for him. His team has also started to map out plans to invoke the Insurrection Act on his first day in office, which basically would allow him to dispatch the military against civil demonstrations. Think about how crazy that is. 
You oh, mean the ones the that burned down cities? He also defended his family separation policy at the border. And new reporting from the New York Times this weekend confirms he also has plans for sweeping raids of undocumented immigrants, mass de- I'm telling you, she listens to this over and over at night now, scratching the red carpet, scratching the record. These fucking gingers have no souls. Deportations and the creation she of loves Donald Trump camps. He wants to restate the Muslim ban, something he also repeated this weekend. Yeah, and when that's he was cool. asked about this about it this week about how the U.S. can stop the killing of innocent people in the Israel-Hamas war, he basically said we should just let it all play out. And yet, the hand wringing and cocktail party speculation <laughs> about an alternative to Joe Biden is continuing. Will continue. Guess what? Joe Biden isn't perfect. No candidate is, by the way. But we have to understand what the alternative is here. The alternative is a revenge presidency to go after all of you fucking commie Democrat scumbags. That that's that's the alternative, and that's what needs to happen. So fuck you, fuck Joe Biden, and fuck all these scumbags that want to kill babies and burn down cities. All of them. Magical Trevor, you're unbelievable. Hundred dollars towards the January six kids. That is out of control. Thank you, Magical Trevor. Thank you so much. And uh, again, I'm actually going to go. I've been holding off. She told me to hold off. So I'm going to go shopping once. And I'm going to grab all the Amazon gift cards. You'll see them all and things like that. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's really important to give these kids some sort of normalcy around the holidays because their lives are just destroyed when they have a family member that's being convicted of crimes that they didn't commit. They didn't even go into the Capitol, a lot of these people. And they're being torn away from families, being sentenced to uh, years in prison. And this cunt Jen Psaki wants to get on there and talk about how Donald Trump, the big bad orange man, is going to have a revenge presidency. What the fuck do you want us to do when the Democrats and the deep state and the Uniparty are targeting Americans? What do you want us to do when 70 of our own supposed members of our party, but they're all commie-loving, deep state pieces of shit, even freshmen— Republicans are giving $375 million to the same FBI that are targeting us like we're fucking dogs because we're wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on, you stupid cunt. C3P memes is in the chat. Oh, Magical Trevor, you're a ginger? I'm sorry. You have a soul. Phantom Shadow, look at him. You just got a hundred bucks from a ginger. <laughs> I only know what uh, four of you look like. So <laughs> C3P memes in the chat. See, I know what, I know what he looks like. <laughs> oh, you guys are fucking fun. We have like five memers in the chat. And now they're just going to break each other's balls. Trump 2024 butt plug. That's, oh my God. That's what she is. That's what she has. She literally... You know, you know she, I'm, I'm sorry. This is, I got to do it now. This is Jen Psaki's best video yet. Nobody knows who made this video. Donald Trumpo posted it and he didn't even know. But this is the real Jen Psaki we know. Last night, the UFC crowd at Madison Square Garden went absolutely wild when the sexiest man alive, President Donald J. Trump, walked out on the arena with Kid Rock, Tucker Carlson, and Dana White. Oh my God, he looked so sexy. It literally made me want to go back to band camp with my flute. Last night, the UFC- 
<laughs> oh my God. Ban can't with a foot. The sexiest president alive. That's the real Jen Saki. You know. Buck fighting fifty dollars towards the January six kids. Oh, you guys are going. You're gonna. You're gonna put me in the uh, in the uh, in the poorhouse. You're gonna put me in the poorhouse because I'm matching it dollar for dollar. Phantom Shadow. If Donaldo has no idea who he stole it from, <laughs> does anybody know who made that? Does anybody know who made that video? Or did he just steal it and post it like a piece of shit? I don't really know. El, El Donaldo Trumpo. I follow him, but I, I didn't. I don't know. Is he? So I've heard that. All right. I'm going to unfollow the motherfucker right now. Kevin Smith in the house from Wow Majority. Is it true? We got like five meme, six, five or six huge memers in the chat right now. Il Donaldo Trumpo, is he a scumbag thief? Because I'm going to unfollow that motherfucker right now if he is. I need to know. Magical Trevor, Il Papo, Il Papi Thiefo. Fuck that. Here we go. I'm unfollowing. Look. Unfollow. Fuck that motherfucker. How about that? See, now I feel bad. Fuck you. I am playing shit from you anymore, scumbag. <laughs> it's that easy. I don't care. Fuck them. I have memers in the chat that literally SNL are stealing from. Saturday Night Live stealing from the Dilly Mean team. <laughs> Which, by the way, make sure you guys are tuning into the Dilly Show at 12 noon today. Patriot Cigars is a proud sponsor of the Dilly, the Dilly Show. And will remain that way because the Dilly 300 are pretty fucking awesome when it comes to supporting uh, Patriot-owned businesses like Patriot Cigars, my company. I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you right now, I think we're in week nine of my sponsorship of the Dilly Show, Patriot Cigars. I want to say week nine. Thank you, Big Mac. Another 10 bucks going towards the kids. I, um, oh yeah. Il Donald Trump is a fucking grifter. He's done. Um, so since I've been sponsoring the Dilly show, I checked on Friday because his promo code Dilly, which gets you 25% off, you can use it. Um, but I will tell you, there is a Veterans Day sale still going on for the 19th for MyPatriotCigars.com, and it gets you 30% off with promo code VETERAN. But anyway, in let's just say nine weeks, uh, tracked orders from the Dilly Show, from the Dilly 300, supporters of the Dilly Show, it was like 72 orders, 72 cigar orders. It was un unbelievable. I will tell you, I have some big names that have promo codes, and Dilly's blowing them all out of the water. All of them. All of them. Some pretty big names that have promo codes <clears throat> that will either throw them on social media or on their shows. The uh, Brendan Dilly and the, his code has, has blown them out of the fucking water with the Dilly 300. Like, tremendous. Tremendous. So that's why I am proud to support the Dilly Show with my business. 
and I'm very happy he has that whole mega commerce thing because uh, it's made me some motherfucking money. So I'm proud to do it. Thank you. All right. I want to get back to my girl, Jen Saki. She had um, she had cancer boy, Jamie Raskin on. And uh, man, I'm, I'm going to hell. They were talking about what a second Trump term would look like. You have thought a lot about Donald Trump and you have studied him a lot. You've uh, he's been obsessed. so involved in holding him accountable. When he said this week, if they're beating me, go down and indict them. And some of the uh, pronouncements he's made over the weekend, I've heard that as kind of his authoritarian impulses getting worse. How do you hear them? Well, the, the role of the government, in his view, is to advance his political fortunes and destroy his No, it's to enemies. limit it, you stupid piece so of shit. what would a second term look like? It would look a lot like Vladimir Putin in Russia. It would look <laughs> a lot like Viktor Orban in Hungary. Illiberal democracy, meaning democracy without rights or liberties or respect for the uh, due process system, the rule of law. And in fact, there's not much democracy left to it because their position is I think the that, chemo melted uh, his brain. They don't accept the integrity of any election where they lose. And that is a hallmark of an authoritarian party. They don't accept elections that don't go their ways. They refuse to- You mean like the Democrats did numerous occasions? Should we go back into that? You get the hint. Fuck this guy. Come on. It's going to look like Vladimir Putin's Russia. I'm sorry, but Vladimir Putin doesn't allow sick fucking people into his country that want to fuck kids. As a matter of fact, remember when he called all the Western leaders fucking pedophile sympathizers? I tend to agree with the big bad red man. I'm not saying he's a great guy, but, you know, he does, he does love protecting his country. I wish our government loved protecting our country, but they don't. Because they're shitbags. I'm really disappointed about that Donald O. Trumpo scumbag. Whatever. Fuck you. That's it. It's over. Anyway, let's get down to some good stuff. We got Donald Trump walked in fucking big dick swinging into the UFC. Actually, before that, let's watch the best cigar commercial of all time. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot Cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 Torpedoes, all Patriot Cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot cigars. The best cigar commercial of all time, courtesy of 
the Dilly Meme team. Ramble Rants and Phantom Shadow on that. Love that. Love that commercial. Everybody loves it. MyPatriotCigars.com. You can use promo code MAGA. You can use promo code Dilly. It doesn't matter. 25% off. But I would tell you, if you're going to order cigars before the 19th, use promo code VETERAN. You're going to get 30% off. So an additional 5%. That's the... That's the uh, the uh, the sale going on right now. Pepperoni, thank you so much for, um, yeah, you're, and you're new too. My War Room pre-show from now on, I really appreciate it. And the 10 bucks is going towards January 6th, kids. I greatly appreciate it. Wait, Pepperoni, did you just, am I seeing things? Hold on, the chat was going too fast and I didn't see. I appreciate the, uh, hold on a second. Why is it showing? Oh, no, never mind. Sorry. I'm, I can't help it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little retarded. Ah, uh, anyway. Yeah. MyPatriotCigars.com. Go get yourself some cigars. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. And I'm, I'm already uh, thinking about a, a, another, um, commercial that, I have it in my head. I got to take some notes and I got to contact the Dilly meme team. I might need a second cigar commercial time for church. That's right. Miguel has got church going on. All right, hog. We'll see you. All right. So probably got another, I don't know, half hour or so. Probably not going to be a, a very, very long show today. Not a two and a half hour show like I've been doing, but we got some stuff to cover. Crowd goes wild. As Donald Trump, Kid Rock, Tucker Carlson walk into UFC Madison Square Garden. Now, this guy just got finished at an event in New Hampshire and then shows up at the UFC fight. This guy doesn't stop. And again, I love when the DeSantards want to chime in and say, you really want an 80-year-old president? First of all, he's 77. I get it. He's three years to 80. But he can run circles around not only Ron, Rick, Meatball, DeSantard, but he can run circles around anyone Ron DeSantis has in his fucking circle of retards, right? I love that word, retard. It's become my new favorite word again because it's so taboo and everybody hates it. Retard and cunt. Those are my two top words now. If if you're following me on Twitter, you realize that because I've been dropping them a lot this weekend. Men, women, you're going to step out of line? You're a cunt. You're going to be a retard. I'm going to treat you like a cunt. I'm sorry. I'm, and I'm not going to apologize for it. And I don't care. Judge me. Judge me. Please judge me hard. I don't care. So they were so angry between people on the left, between the DeSantards, between Bill Burr's wife, that stupid savage bitch. I mean, come on. How many people were there? 20,000 people? At the UFC fight, 19,999 people happy Donald Trump walked in the arena and won. Bill Burr's wife gives him the finger. She's been a Trump hater forever, since like 2012. But she's also a DeSantis hater. DeSantis, DeSantis forgot about that. They forgot about that. Holy shit. It was amazing to see the DeSantis and the Libtards because they're one and the same now. There's no difference. 
There's no difference between them when it comes to Donald Trump. They had complete fucking meltdowns, and it was great. Look at this guy just walk, walk in. Look at this guy. Strong that team is. Listen to the crowd. Martial arts fans, I know President Donald Trump taking his octagon side seat for USC. Tucker Carlson, just laughing the entire time. We got two title fights coming up at UFC 295 here in a matter of moments. Live from Madison Square Garden. And President Trump will be here to witness all of it. Four of the very best fighters in the world set to take their cracks at light heavyweight and interim heavyweight gold, respectively. We move over to papers you shortly. Thank you all for being here for the prelim coverage. But as you know, best is yet to come. Main card for UFC. I mean, listen, you can't compare anybody to this guy. It's, uh, this is this is once in a lifetime thing, Donald Trump. There, there's no, there's no other. There's no, there's nobody else. It's, it's just not going to happen. And now, of course, people are saying, "Hey, President Trump at UFC tonight with Tucker Carlson. How about Tucker for VP?" Which he did mention. He did say that he would consider Tucker Carlson as a VP. I don't know if Tucker would. I'd love to see it, to be honest with you, just to piss people off, especially with the notoriety and the uh, the support that that Tucker has um, has gained since leaving Fox. But I think the guy just got a fifteen million dollar investment just for his media company, so he's got a lot going on. I don't think Tucker Carlson wants to give that up for uh, running as vice president. But who knows? It's also another once in a lifetime thing. Run as. Uh, it's Donald Trump's VP. Who knows? I, I don't think it's going to happen, but you never know. There's a, a better video here. Yeah, Miguel Fornia, uh posted this. Uh, just You can really just, if you pay, at some point in the video, they all start chanting USA, and it's just pretty wild. Tell me anyone else running for president of the United States, tell me anyone else in politics that would get this type of uh, reception. Just listen at some point. People realize he's there. Phones up. They all they all see Donald Trump. There's nothing else to film. You start hearing it. USA, come on. place is going fucking wild. Look at him. He takes the fucking oxygen out of every room he walks into and just replaces it with this big dick energy. I'm here and look who I'm here with. I don't give a shit that I have four indictments, 91 counts. I don't care. I'm Donald Trump, 
and I'm just going to keep getting support. And, but I'm going to, I, I am going to tell you though, seriously, and I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. And I, and I say this a lot. We just can't have this complacent attitude again. And I know I sound like a broken record. And I know actually people get pissed off because they've made it clear to me in messages that sometimes I talk like this. We, we can't have this, this, this tunnel vision of it's a landslide for Donald Trump. Do you realize what the fuck we're fighting against? We are fighting against not only just political campaigns. We're fighting against the deep state, the bureaucracy, the tyrannical government, people deep-seated in really, really deep seedy places of politics and government that want this guy dead and in prison, that want you and I either dead or in prison. We have to have that mentality that we're always 20 points behind. The polls are great. It's great seeing it. It's all of the polls. He's dominating everywhere, the fundraising, everything. But we cannot be complacent because that's where we start losing footing, losing ground, Mistakes happen, and we cannot allow us to fall into that. It is amazing seeing Donald Trump walk into the a UFC fight at Madison Square Garden and the room, the arena, go absolutely crazy. And it's not the first time it's happened. And it's great to see him with Kid Rock and Tucker Carlson and all of these people. C3P memes, unbelievable. Thank you so much. 50 bucks for the January 6th kids. I will say the Dilly Meme team has fucking dominated for, like they always do, for the January 6th kids. And I will 100% be sure to let Cynthia use of the Patriot Freedom Project know. I'm actually supposed to have a call with her today. Unfucking believable, you guys. Some of the, the biggest memers in the game that always, you know, do the right thing. And several of them grace us with their presence in the chat in the morning. Unfucking believable Brandy with a B, you just said it. Unbelievably true, like perfect. An ancient machine of pure evil. That is what the deep state is. That is what the uniparty is. That is what the sick bureaucracy of this country is. It's an ancient machine of pure evil that will never die completely. It's like that horror movie where they just keep coming back to life, like a like a really bad Jason uh, Friday the 13th uh, franchise or a Michael Myers franchise or, or, or some bullshit like that. They always seem to come back in some form or another. And we just have to keep them at bay. That's basically what the deep state is and all these tyrannical commie Marxist scumbags are, an ancient machine of fucking pure evil, 100%. And it's our job. Everyone has a lane therein, okay? Whether you're running for office, whether you're a political commentator, whether you're uh, a podcaster, uh, whether you're boots on the ground, maybe you're in a couple of lanes, you know, like I, I'll go from podcasting to fundraising to making calls to helping with campaigns and things like that. Sponsoring events with my business to raise money for America First candidates, all that shit. You have the Dilly Meme team that's in a fucking freeway in itself. You have people that want to donate money for a good cause. 
people that want to support other people, whether it's social media, just spreading the message of MAGA, America first, the love of America. And then you have people that just lose sight of it all in many different ways. You know, all, all of these, you know, I'm not going to, I had a conversation with some people this weekend about political fatigue and I suffer from it a lot. And it's like, I say to myself, like sometimes my good friend Roan from steak for breakfast podcast, where we had a long conversation and he feels it too. And it's like, you spend so much time, whether you have a show in our case, I do a daily show. He does, a, he does big shows twice a week with big guests and Trump surrogates and all of this. It gets to us sometimes, like anything else. You see what's going on out there. It's aggravating. It's frustrating. We take the punches. To me, it, it, it energizes me. I like when people are talking shit about me. None of that stuff bothers me. What's been bothering me lately, and, and I, shouldn't, I shouldn't let it, maybe people can relate, you know, we go hard on all these disantard idiots, and it's great because they've all shown their true colors, and this had to happen this way. I get it that it had to happen this way. In some ways, we want the same end goal. I equate this with my co-host, James Curry, on Tuesday and Friday nights, which we'll be getting back to our evening shows, probably the end of this week, hopefully. Um, is is is. James Curry, my co-host, his mom is having some medical procedures done. He's with her. She's fine, but, you know, enough where a son should be concerned about his mom. So we, we've paused for a little bit. But we should be back possibly by Friday or Tuesday of next week. Anyway, so him and I don't agree on everything. It's not an echo chamber when we're on shows together, which a lot of people like because we don't. If we, if we just jerked each other off all for, two, for two, three hours and agreed on everything, it would be a lot of these other jerk-off shows. Oh, yeah, tell me more, blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. No, we truly don't agree on a lot of things, but we agree on – we support the same person who's running for president, but other things in politics, but we want the same goal. We want a limited government. We want free and fair elections and all of this shit, okay? But – it's aggravating when we're supposed to be on the same team and it's primary season. It's no holes barred. It's slit throats. Don't take prisoners, shun people, MAGA, the whole thing. Unfortunately, numbers wise, it affects everybody. It, it, it affects everybody and the Democrats are loving it. But I'm not saying, listen, I'm all, for, I'm all for stepping on the fucking necks of all these cocksuckers that don't realize that they're, they're supporting somebody that is never, ever, ever, ever going to fight against the tide of the deep state or anything else. It's just, see you soon, Steve from England. Thanks for coming in. It's just frustrating that they don't see that, especially now with the numbers and the support and the way the tides are turning. And that is why I just get this fatigue of and, I, and I've spoken to some big names who are in the know, advisors on tremendous campaigns, and they're like, if 
and it's going to get worse, by the way, because the primary is what in March, right? So after the holidays, it's going to be a fucking bloodbath between MAGA and the DeSantis. It's going to be a fucking bloodbath. We will dominate and win without a doubt, but we have to prepare for when we win the nomination, when Donald Trump, when we win the fucking nomination with Donald Trump, what's going to happen with all of these DeSantis? Are they going to fall in line and are they going to vote for Donald Trump? Or are they going to truly take on a whole other form against Donald Trump? Brandy with a B, thank you so much. Another fucking dilly meme team member just coming in and fucking raping the rumble chats with, with money for the January 6th kids. Unfucking believable. We, we just, we have to be prepared on what they're going to do. RFK Jr. is a problem, okay? And we have to be prepared for that. The guy's grabbing like 17% of the independent vote, and in another vote, he's like a 30, 30%. I saw a poll this, this weekend where he was beating Trump and Biden among independents, running as an independent. The guy's a fucking leftist commie. It's a problem, and his campaign needs to be fully annihilated. Annihilated. There are states he's not going to be able to get on the ballot until he names his VP running mate. And if, from what I'm told, there's no talk about that. We're in a fucking war, and we have to make sure we win the war and not worry about so much about every little battle, like the abortion, the abortion battle. Uh, you know, the abortion battle can be fought long term. We've already won that battle with Roe v. Wade going bye-bye. It's up to the states now. It's up to the states. Ohio did what they did, unfortunate. Tennessee did what they did, unfortunate. But we cannot hang our hats on abortion to to think we're going to win any battle in this war. We're at fucking war. And we have... um. We got, a, we got a tremendous fight ahead of us, a tremendous fucking fight to win this war. And we cannot be complacent. We cannot. And I, and I, I just I don't want to see people saying, oh, we don't have anything to worry about. Donald Trump's going to win in a landslide. We have cheating and stealing. We have, you know, the problem with the GOP is the lack of boots on the ground operations from the RNC and then blaming it on candidates. There are so many issues to get into on that. I'm not going to get into it now. The bottom line is to put your fucking boots on and get in the war. Don't be on the sidelines. And don't, don't trust any of these motherfuckers because I am not voting for any here's – a, here's a prime example. I'm not voting for anybody but Donald Trump when it comes to the general election. If they fuck Donald Trump out of the nomination and he's completely taken off the ballot, which I don't see, I'm just, it's, it's completely hypothetical. I will watch the country burn. I will not vote. I will, I will not vote for Ron DeSantis, let's put it that way. I will not, I'll, I'll write in Donald Trump. I'll write him in. 100%, I will write him in. Donald John Trump will be written in. But they won't. That's not going to matter. Nobody wins on a write-in. I'm just saying hypothetically, I will never press a button for Ron DeSantis ever. Not now. Not if it's forced down our throats. 
not in 2028, not in 2032, never. I never want to see Ron DeSantis in the Oval Office, ever, no matter what. Changes messaging, it's not going to matter. I know what he's about. I'll get vaccinated before I vote for that clown. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't. So, Kathy, Kathy, Mar- Kathy M. Rosie, 50 bucks for the kids. And I think you're new in the chat. I've never seen you before in the chat. Have I? Are you new? Are you new to the chat? Are you new to the show? And you're throwing 50 bucks in? And and excuse me if I just never noticed your name, but I try to notice everybody in the chat. I try to make it a point to. I know a lot of shows don't, and I try to. $50, that's crazy. Thank you so much. January 6th, kids. Gift card drive. Kathy is new. Thank you, Kathy. Hit the thumbs up. We're live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern, every weekday, and hope that you're, uh, you come in and you chat, and you watch the show, and you hang out. I'm matching dollar for dollar. I'm fucking spending mortgage payments here, but it's worth it. I think we're up. I think we're like, I want to say with the matching, we might be close to 2500 I got to take a look. And they want Amazon gift cards and $25 uh, denom- denominations. Yeah, thumbs up on the video, or the bear cats are coming. Well, you're a fucking fed. Hit the thumbs up on the video. And do me a favor before you, you, you jet out, leave a comment under the video that lives forever. The live chat doesn't live forever, but the comments do. Whether it's where, where you're from, you know, tell me to get fucked, throw something in there, an emoji, whatever it is. It helps boost the Rumble algorithm too and get the video seen more in Rumble world. We don't want bear cats. I'm a MAGA morning regular on the West Coast. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Kathy. I've I've never seen you in the chat before. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're a regular. Thank you so much. You guys are great. Because without you guys, and I don't I don't even need I'm not talking about the money. I don't care about the money because I don't make any money doing this show. Other than self-sponsoring with my cigar company and you guys supporting that. There's nothing else I monetize here. I'm literally here, my own time prep and everything else just so i could talk to you people so we can fight this fight so we can spread the message of maga and america first and to shove it up everybody's ass that's what we're here to do and we need more of it we need more maga more we need a maga afternoon show oh my god if i listen if i was a lot younger and i started doing this years ago and and this was it i'd have like a maga midnight show maga mornings i'd probably be glued to this fucking thing i'd be one of those basement dwellers eating hot pockets just talking about maga and donald trump that's how i i, I love doing it but i have a life and a family so it's my daughter's birthday tomorrow we're taking her on a little shopping spree today a little spoiled bitch just kidding i love that kid she'll be 11 going on 18 Fuck. Oh, and that's, I think that that's another reason why I'm so passionate about fighting for what's right in this country, because I have a kid and I'm sure a lot of you do also. And whether it's one, whether it's four, whether it's 10, what is our country going to be like? What would our country be like in 10 years and 15 years and 20 years? If all of us aren't doing what we're doing. Because all of us have a role. Like I said, all of us have a role. 
all of us have a lane that we're in. What would it be like if it wasn't? Alan is actually a deep fend. Everyone who comments in the live chat, he takes down your info and you go on a list. Absolutely, little funk. You're all my my co-host James Curry. He likes to do that. I'm a I'm a CIA shill. I'm a I'm a Fed. I'm a deep fed. I it's funny because that, that actually stems from me being accused of being a fed because I'm good friends with Roger Stone. And one of these fucking Q-tards, I fucking despise Q-tards. And if there are any in here, sorry. Um, fix yourself, correct yourself. Some Q-tards were like, he's friends with Roger Stone. That must and then it became I was Roger Stone's CIA handler. I was General Flynn's CIA handler. And it just morphed into that. And it was great. Every time you're if you have been in my live chat, you're on a list because I'm a CIA um operative, apparently. Jonathan Allen starting an afternoon show in the new year. That's right. You had said that about it. Jonathan Allen, just email, just DM me and email me. Anything you need as far as like if you need information, it's so easy to do it. If you have a, if you have the balls to show your face and to speak to a camera or a live chat, um, everyone should start a fucking show. Just not at 8 a.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday. Otherwise, I'm going to do whatever I can to get it fucking deplatformed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God, little funk. So AP Unfiltered, it's his birthday today, and he's out with his wife. So I will t- I will message him later. We need I can't you're absolutely fucking right. How do we not have a not a fed emote in the chat? We will get that done. All right. You guys are making me talk too much. As crowd roars in appreciation, cuck comedian Bill Burr. I used to love Bill Burr's comedy. I hate to say it, but I, I do. I like his comedy. But his fucking cunt wife his angry wife she she got her she's getting her 15 minutes of fame here uh, i don't think it's gonna do very well for her husband and flips off donald trump at the ufc event there she is in a red circle look at bill burr do you think bill burr knew what she was doing and was just looking away and acting like he wasn't part of it while she was doing it or do you truly believe he only found out after she was fucking exposed for doing it you think he knew? Do you think he has the same sentiment? I don't know. He might. She's hated Donald Trump. She's a sick liberal. She hates Ron DeSantis also. But what was great is the DeSantards loving this. Literal DeSantard big accounts calling her queen. Look at this queen. And then I started sending... All of the negative shit she talked about, Ron DeSantis, and all of a sudden it was I was I was clammed up and I was I think two accounts blocked me. Glowing Mr. Burns for the glowies. I love it. We're making Alan talk too much. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so great. Yeah. Hold on. I'm just looking in the chat. Why are you there if you feel that way? What do you mean? What was that question? Um, were you asking me or somebody else? Hold on. My, my chat my chat got all, for whatever reason, discombobulated. Oh, there it is. It's back. Anyway, so I think he knew. 
I think he knew. Oh, why were they there if you feel that way? Well, obviously, I mean, a lot of famous people go to the UFC fights. They love the UFC fights. But I think he, I don't think he's a, he's, he's a big uh, Trump fan. But this is, um, what do you think he felt like after the fact? I mean, he got destroyed on social media. She got destroyed on social media. I was one of them. I was on both their Twitter pages, fucking tweeting shit. I, I tweeted on her page. I think I was one of the first ones because it got like 2,000 likes and a bunch of, of, uh, of retweets. When I, I, this very picture I put on there is like, you're a fucking savage. And then I go on uh, Bill Burr's and the same thing as you should control your cunt wife. Like, I don't care. And I, I'm sure people reported me, but apparently Twitter um, was okay with it. I don't care. I'm going to end the stream exhausted and broke. Yeah, you guys are going to put me in the fucking... Uh, uh, poor house. Yeah, no, little funk. This was the UFC fight at Madison Square Garden that Trump, after his New Hampshire ra- rally, flew into New York, met up with Tucker Carlson. I, I think Tucker was probably with him on the flight because they came from New Hampshire and he lives in Maine, so he was probably there with him. And uh, and Kid Rock, and they just hung out and dominated and hung out for the fight, you know. But it was uh, it was great. I just thought it was great that she got so ratioed and fucking destroyed. Uh, I have been upsetting the Twitter gods, but they've been leaving me alone. Uh, They've been leaving me alone. So uh, apparently she's some sort of an actress, Nia Renee Hill, the wife of comedian Bill Burr, flipped off Donald Trump at the UFC event on Saturday night, held at Madison Square Garden. (laughs) It was so great. Here's a... Wait, oh, here's here's the video. Here's the video. Oh, look. And then Kid, I, I got and then Kid Rock comes in. He saw it. And then he came in and he like it was almost like he was throwing cover on her, like fucking cover, shade this fucking bitch. Look. Oh yeah, there's the middle finger. And there's Bill Burr. Like he's not even looking at his wife. But he's not even looking at Donald Trump either. Look. He's so uncomfortable, Bill Burr, like. All right, Donald Trump's here. I don't really like him, but I know my fucking wife hates him. And she's going to react a certain way. And she did. And she did. And it's probably going to, Bill Burr's like, it's probably going to cost me a lot of money. MAGA's going to come after me. America First is going to come after me. Now, what does he do? Does, Does he double down... And, and do a whole fucking skit on this at his next comedy special? Or does he act like it didn't happen? Does he completely not? How do you not address it when so many people have seen it, have reacted to it? You're a comedian. You're not a, you're not a I don't know if I'd call Bill Burr a super celebrity. Maybe he's been in movies. He's a comedian. Very well off, very successful comedy career. And uh, did she, I don't think she completely destroyed his career, but a lot of things have come to light since that from her past. Like this tweet from March of 2020, right here it says, God, I hope Trump gets coronavirus. March 7th. 2020. So, 
and a lot of people are in this tweet from new shit. I'll no longer, I'll, I will no longer support Bill Burry after what you did tonight. I hope you get a prolapsed rectum. Oh, that could be a problem. But yeah, that's, um, and then actually back in 2000, she hated Donald Trump back in 2012. Because here's another tweet. Hold on. Where am I? There we go. She puts out a tweet that says, started to watch, this is December 19, 2012. Started to watch Miss Universe, but forgot that asshole Trump was involved. Hashtag pass. So, you know, she's had a deep hatred for Donald Trump for quite a while, but she's also had a deep hatred for Ron DeSantis. Now, here's one of the tweets. This piece of shit, unfiltered boss, who's a huge DeSantis show, he's got a big following, he's over 100,000 followers. He fucking, he's paid by the DeSantis campaign. He swears he's not. He puts a tweet out right here. Here he is, unfiltered. Who is this queen with the video I just played of her flipping off Donald Trump? DeSantis supporter. Oh, look, Bill Burr's wife, he, she flipped Donald Trump the bird. But then got completely ratioed in his comments. And, of course, Joma, he's funny. He's, he, he's, a, he's a good uh, account to follow on Twitter. That queen, as you call her, is the wife of Bill Burr, the same guy who called the candidate you're supporting a fucking piece of shit. Congratulations, you played yourself. And then he just got ratioed. And here is from August of 2021. Comedian Bill Burr calls... Florida governor, a piece of shit over state's coronavirus response. And she was making comments about it too. So just remember the same family that hates Donald Trump, the Burrs, insignificant fucking shits in a, in the political world are talking about DeSantis just as, just as much as Donald Trump. So all of the DeSantards that celebrated that just realize you're, you're celebrating somebody that feels the same way about your candidate. So it's a lose-lose for everybody. And you know what? Fuck Bill Burr. Look at her. Look at this. I don't care that she's black or anything. I mean, that's listen, I, that doesn't make a difference to me. There are fucking gorgeous black women everywhere. First of all, she's not go gorgeous at all. She is um, uh, disgusting. And she also had some... She had some remarks. Uh, she, she made a bunch of remarks about uh, Melania Trump. Meanwhile, um, Bill Burr. I mean, you should have married up, pal. I mean, this is this is just disgusting. So the UFC was quite entertaining one to see the reaction of the uh UFC arena, everybody there going crazy over Donald Trump chanting USA, Bill Burr getting his uh comedy career damaged, maybe not destroyed, but damaged. No one gets a pass anymore. I agree. Uh, <laughs> and as we all know, if she didn't vote for Joe Biden, she's not really black. I would imagine she voted for Joe Biden about at least four times, at least. And I'm sure she voted for her uh, black prophet, just black enough prophet, Joe Bi uh, Barack Obama. Um, and I'm imagining that she was extremely happy for the just black enough vice president pick for Joe Biden, uh, Camel Toe Harris. 
So what do you guys think? I mean, listen, I can dig it. And it was interesting because Donald Trump had mentioned that he would consider Tucker Carlson as a running mate for vice president. Again, I don't know if Tucker Carlson would want to do something like that with the money that he's making now in media and as well as the money he's going to be making with his media companies trying to build and supposedly just secured a $15 million investment for it. What do you think about the, a, a Trump Carlson 2024 ticket? I would be, I would be pretty good with it only because the fact I like what Tucker has become since leaving Fox, you know, he's, he's opened up, he's shown what he's about rocket. Thank you. For the 20 bucks for the January 6th kids, we really appreciate it. We fucking rocked it today. Trump Lindell. I don't want to see Lindell as a, as a fucking VP. I like Mike Lindell, but I'm just, I, I no way. No fucking way. Make him, uh, they should make Mike Lindell the secretary of, uh, what is it, labor? The secretary of labor? Give Mike Lindell a cabinet position. I don't want to see him as a vice president. I like Mike Lindell, but not that much. And I have a shit ton of his pillows. I even have my own pillow, my pillow code, but I don't promote it anymore because it was being used. And then all of a sudden, listen, why does Jack Posobiec use a my pillow code? Because he gets paid thousands of dollars from the use of the my pillow code. I was I made some money on the my pillow code. And then it just got weird. Like they stopped sending me the sales reports for my code. And then they I know my code was being used because people were showing me and I wasn't getting any money. Nothing against Michael and Dell. It's not him. It's, it's it, my, my pill is a pretty big uh, company and I would still say go and go and, uh, and buy my pillow products. I, I love their shit. I have the dog bed. I have the slippers. I, I love all their stuff. Their pillows aren't lumpy. I'll tell you to use, don't even, I'm not even going to tell you what my promo code is. I don't, I think it's in the show thing, uh, in the show, uh, notes, but I don't use it. I don't even promote it. It's just there if people want to use it, but I haven't, I have not seen any money from my pillow in a long time. And I don't care anymore, but they, it, if, if they're going to tell you, they're going to pay you and they were. And then all of a sudden when people are showing you, Hey, look, I used your code for the discount and you're not seeing anything. Use promo code stone. Roger stone does well with the pillow code. And, uh, Roger Stone gets hammered financially by the federal government because he still has pending civil lawsuits from them. He got a lot of them dismissed. I would say if you're going to go to mypillow.com, and buy anything, use promo code uh, STONE. Don't use that fucking cuck Jack Posobiec's fucking promo code. Fuck him. That guy makes enough money with all his human event shit. Hey, fuck him. I would say use promo code STONE. But anyway, that's my Mike Lindell rant. Um, I would like to see... I would like to see Tucker Carlson. I really would. Could we have the ultimate MAGA ticket in 2024? Donald Trump explains in an interview, he did an interview at Mar-a-Lago with those pieces of shit, Cluck, Cuck, Cluck, what the, Clark, what the fuck is his name? Buck Saxton and those two idiots that took over Rush Limbaugh's spot who were shilling for DeSantis hardcore. Trump knows that, but Trump had him at Mar-a-Lago and did a, uh, an interview with them for their show, which I have the audio here. Here, he talks about considering uh, Tucker Carlson as vice president. Would you consider Tucker Carlson on your VP list? Oh, I, want wow. to give, I want to give you a hypothetical here. You're a big sports fan. You know, like Nick Saban's going to retire at some point. And if you talk to the athletic director at Alabama, he would say he has a list. So would Tucker Carlson be on your list of potential VPs? 
And how many names might be on that list as you sit and look and survey the political field? Well, first of all, you know, I did my first, uh, you could call it counter-programming, but I, I won't call it that. But uh, Tucker wanted to do an interview during the first debate. And I think you know, because this is what your business is, we broke every record. Monster audience. In history, yeah. I think it just hit over 300 million people. But it was for that evening, over 207 million it then got to 275 within a day or two. And the biggest ever was Oprah's interview with Michael Jackson, which was 125 million. So we almost doubled it. Now, who would have thought that was going to happen? The debate, the last debate they had, had the lowest audience in the history of presidential debates. I don't know if you know it. And I think the one tonight is not, it's on tonight. And yeah. I don't even talk about it. Would you consider it's, it's Tucker, though, that they based on the. I numbers? like Tucker a lot. I guess I would. I think I'd say I would because. He's got great common sense. You know, when they say that you guys are conservative or I'm conservative, it's not that we're conservative. We have common sense. We want to have safe borders. We want to have a wall because walls work. You know what when I used to say about walls? I'd say wheels and walls. Everything changes. Uh, the computer that you have in front of you in about a month from now will be totally obsolete. Right now you have the finest equipment in the world, and in about a month from now that equipment will be obsolete. The only two things for centuries – that's not obsolete, are wheels and walls. Right? <laughs> wheels and walls. So, no, when you think about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Wheels, a wheel will always be a wheel. It's never going to change. And a wall will always be a wall. And, and walls work. work. And, no, no, walls work. Remember when they were saying they were walls saying don't, don't work. work. Yeah. And Remember and walls. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden's got a wall at his beach house, by the way. Yeah, and he does. First of all, I just, for the record, Clay and Buck, I fucking despise them. I refer to them as gay and cuck, not Clay and Buck. I despise Clay and Buck, and I think they are an embarrassment to Rush Limbaugh's time slot. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let that be known. Dana White would be good for. I hate Dana White too. I cannot fucking stand Dana White. And when he slapped his wife, wait, did he, did he slap his wife? And his wife slapped him. What was that like a New Year's Eve or something? Somebody should have fucking hit him with a chair. Dana White, his ego. He like he thinks he's a tough guy because he he what he's fucking CEO of the of UFC. I think Dana White is a cunt. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm a different type, man. I just I hate these fucking egos like that. They think their shit don't stink. They think they're better than everybody else and uh, condescending. And I just I can't stand it. Uh, listen, my pick. For VP, seriously, um, politically, not because they're a great celebrity or anything like that. I really and I, it's not going to happen. But I, I really would have liked to seen Byron Donalds. Uh, maybe I know he's even maybe considered. He is considered, but Tucker Carlson. Listen, I'm, I would be all about a Tucker Carlson ticket with Donald Trump, Christy Nome. Uh, they're. There are some people out there, but my, don't even mention Marjorie Taylor Greene to me. Don't even fucking mention it. The, the, the cuck race to be Trump's VP is so disgusting. Don't mention Marjorie Taylor knee pads. I, I would have a huge problem with her being VP. Dana is a girl's name, just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
It's <laughs> that's right. Bud Light sponsors uh, UFC now. It's the official beer of the UFC. And Dana White said, "Oh, just we had a long relationship with them, and we just signed another deal, and blah blah blah." Don't be. A, don't be like that. He got all butthurt because people were criticizing him. And then what did he do? Anyone that had an opinion about criticizing him and UFC for, for signing this historic deal with Bud Light as their sponsor, he literally told everyone to fuck off. Too bad. That's what he did. Yeah. MTG gets loomered all the time. I saw Laura Loomer as press secretary. Um, do I see it happening? No. What I think would it be fucking great? Yes. And I talk to Laura Loomer often. She's she's fucking great at everything she does. She could be the first press secretary that literally the press, certain members of the press would probably stop coming to because they would literally be afraid of her. Could you imagine being a member of the mainstream media and sitting there at a briefing with Laura Loomer, wondering if you're going to get targeted that day? Ben, you know what, Brandy with a B, I'm glad you said that because I actually, I Byron Donald was my first choice until I really sat down and thought about Ben Carson. And then Ben Carson endorsed Donald Trump. And then right after that endorsement, I was on a podcast with him on Steak for Breakfast and got to chat with him a little bit, both on and off air. And uh, I don't know why I just had a brain fart about that, and I'm glad you said that. Ben Carson is my pick for VP. I can't believe I forgot about that because I mentioned it, I think last week even, or the week after I was on the show with him. I really got to speak with him, especially speaking with him off air. And I was like, this, this is the guy. Little mundane, little boring. I think he's like 72 or 73 years old. The guy's a fucking brain. Unbelievable. And I think he could level the, a, a, a lot you know, listen, Donald Trump is Donald Trump. He's uncontrollable. He's ungovernable, which I love about him. I think Ben Carson could bring an unbelievable dynamic to the ticket. Yeah, I agree, Jim Eagle. I think a Trump Carson, not Trump Carlson, although, I the, listen, the Trump Carlson, Tucker Carlson ticket would just be entertainment in itself and be phenomenal. It really would. I mean, but as far as you want to talk about, like, Politically, thing like Ben Ben Carson, I would probably say he's the better choice. Yes, and and I think you need that contrast between a, a president and a VP. And I think Ben Carson brings some a good dynamic to the ticket. Yeah, maybe because he's so even even keel. That's it. That's what I want to see. Tucker. Tucker Tucker's great. Make Tucker the press secretary. There's a space for Loomer somewhere. I mean, I, I, again, how entertaining it would be, but the both of them, though. Make Tucker Carlson press secretary. Make Laura Loomer either uh, communications director. She could do a lot there. Make her just a spokesman, spokeswoman, whatever the fuck you want to call it, or a deputy press secretary, something. Only one term would be perfect. It would be perfect. I can agree. All right. Enough with that. Remember that story I spoke about and then updated about the big FBI bust on the brothel? Oh, operating out of, uh, what is it? Massachusetts about elected officials and doctors and all of this. Hear me out. Press Secretary Alex Jones. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine? 
He's up on the podium. They're making the frogs gay. I can't do a good Alex Jones. Uh, that would be amazing, though. Can they have three press secretaries and rotate them? Like, on Mondays, you start out, you start out Monday fucking raring to go from the weekend with Alex Jones. He does Mondays. And then Tuesdays, you're going to have Tucker Carlson come in. He's going to woo everybody. He's going to make everybody laugh, and he's going to fuck with them and troll them. And then Wednesday, you get Loomer, right? And then maybe what we'll do is we'll bring Tucker in again on Thursday. And then on Friday, all three of them are there, and they're going to fucking take turns badgering the entire press pool for the end of the week extravaganza. You get a little bit of Alex, you get a little bit of Tucker, you get a little bit of Loomer. Trump Jones, good Jesus Christ. Could you imagine? You'd have to have, oh, forget it. I can't even imagine it. Anyway, expect big names to drop from what they're saying. Feds will likely identify client lists of Johns after high-end Asian brothel bust. The update of that story was that they had ties to the Chinese Communist government. This whole Chinese espionage operation, a honeypot, where's Eric Swallowswell with Fang Fang, luring in military leaders, doctors, scientists, professors, elected officials, Expect big names to drop. Are we really going to see big names to drop on this? This, again, is another distraction and deflection of the Epstein client list. You, you see now that the there's a new version, I believe. I didn't look at the whole thing. I believe it's a new version of the Epstein flight logs that are flying around. Or maybe they're the same ones, like 70-something pages. Senator Marsha Blackburn is now speaking on the record about dropping subpoenas for the private flight logs, I don't know. I didn't even know there were more. There's a difference of Jeffrey Epstein. It could be guest press secretary Friday. You never know who you're gonna get. I like it. Yeah, expect big names to drop, like the like the Epstein client list. Well, they're gonna drop names here. They, I see. Here's, I think they're going to drop names here. They're big names. They're probably gonna be medium names. We'll see. They were operating in Fairfax, Virginia, too, not not too far from D.C., just outside enough where they can go get hum jobs and buy lady boys and not worry about bringing that shit back to the swamp in D.C. Or will they? Modeling shoots available. So, and these people had to register online and pay monthly, apparently. So they have all the information. They'll drop some names to tease you, to distract you, to deflect from the Epstein client list. And whatever else. Because Elaine Maxwell, about a month ago, was talking about she's supposedly going to drop names from prison. She's supposedly working something out. She's going to drop names. Everybody was like, Bill Gates, whoever it was. Uh-oh, expect big names to drop in the federal government's Asian brothel bust. As previously reported, the Justice Department on Wednesday announced arrests in a high-end brothel network used by elected officials military officers, government contractors that possess security clearances, honeypot operation, espionage, CCP, been doing it forever. Yeah, they probably are. The red states probably running our country. 
They're running parts of it, I'll tell you that. Lawyers, doctors, and more. According to the Justice Department, the ringleaders operated two websites to advertise Asian models for photography as a front. Which, by the way, they had big tech and big farmer executives involved in this also. Asian Poontang, sponsored by Pfizer. Three individuals have been arrested in connection with operating sophisticated high-end brothels in greater Boston and eastern Virginia. Commercial sex buyers allegedly included elected officials, high-tech and pharmaceutical executives, doctors, military officers, government contractors that possess security clearances. I wonder how high their security clearances were. And what offices are we talking about, elected officials? Are we talking about congressmen, senators, mayors, governors? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? This is all coming out of the U.S. Attorney's Office of the District of Massachusetts. According to the DOJ, they have these three Asian uh, defendants. We already know about that. Case goes back to the summer of 2022. We know that they're doctors and lawyers and all that shit. Appointments which were booked on a cash-only basis cost between 350 to 600 an hour, according to Joshua Levy, the reporter. Oh, no, Joshua Levy is the acting U.S. attorney in Massachusetts. Correction there. According to investigative reporter Paul Sperry, investigators suspect prosecution ring may have been part of a Chinese espionage plot targeting high-tech government contracting centers like Cambridge and Tyson's Corner. Well, look at that. Or when are we going to see names, people? The clients of John's were required to provide their full names and other identifying information. So the Justice Department has the receipts. <sighs> Imagine a hooker that has stickers or tattoos all over them like a damn NASCAR. <laughs> exactly. That's how all of our members of Congress and senators should be. Who's representing you? Pfizer, you should have the fucking patch on your suit jacket, motherfucker. 100%. So are we going to see these big names? Are we going to see it? The client's identities were kept secret, but it's unlikely they'll be shielded for long. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Clients were required, were required to provide not only their full name and other identifying information, but an employer reference. So why would elected officials do that? That doesn't make sense to me. Why would an elected official go that far? to give an Asian brothel all of your information. Mm, I don't know. Something smells fishy. Oh, that didn't sound good. Many of their names are now in the hands of the Justice Department. Prosecutors love to go after high-level folks because they can make a name for themselves. <sighs> so we'll see. They, they, they say that there is a potential of hundreds of yet-to-be-identified co uh, customers from different professions. So they're make, but they made it that they're saying they're not naming any of the men yet because they're still looking for more people. So uh, maybe they're just waiting a little while or they're going to just let it go bye bye and they're not going to speak about it again and we won't get any names. It's possible. And while that's happening again, we still have the FBI out there hunting people that were at January 6th at legal permitted protests who never stepped foot in the Capitol saying now that they were in a restricted area getting hunted down by FBI SWAT teams while 70 rhino fucking Republicans are giving them $375 million to build a new headquarters with state-of-the-art equipment. 
And while that's happening, we have another story out of the FBI. FBI whistleblowers reveal agency is targeting agents. Now they're targeting their own, weeding out, weeding them out based on their political beliefs. We've got to get all of the conservative FBI agents out there and MAGA uh, FBI agents out there out of the out of the way. And they do exist. I actually know three FBI agents that are unbelievable Trump supporters. And they have to make it so they have to be so careful about their non-political affiliation facade at work. And I know one of them is very, very concerned about this because they're targeting their own agents based on their political beliefs. And the report alleges FBI is targeting military members for disloyalty. Hmm, disloyalty to who? The deep state? More FBI whistleblowers stepped forward recently to tell Congress that Chris Ray's FBI is now targeting agents based on their political beliefs. The whistleblowers allege that FBI brass is now harassing military veterans for being loyal to the U.S. and fitting the profile of a Trump supporter. If you, if you fit the file, the profile of a Trump supporter, you have a problem. You're on a list. You work for the federal government. You need to be targeted. That's why we are all on lists, people. The new FBI headquarters is going to be a gay nightclub. Ha, it's a good one, Phantom Shadow. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. The latest FBI whistleblowers identified FBI special agent in charge of Miami office, Jeffrey Veltry, and supervisory special agent section chief, Dina Perkins. Agent Veltry was recently moved to Florida in March of this year, where he heads up the all-important Miami office. Since President Donald Trump left office, the FBI has been busy harassing the president and raiding his home in Palm Beach. So we have more whistleblowers coming out talking about how they're targeting FBI agents and former military members, veterans who are fitting the profile as Trump supporters. This is not a surprise. More whistleblowers have stepped forward to tell Congress that high-ranking FBI officials are targeting agents for their political beliefs and trying to force them out of the Bureau, specifically going after former military members. Let's give them $375 million for a new headquarters. You better not forget the 70 rhino motherfuckers that voted to give them that money. And that scumbag Womack who fought and advocated for it. Just Google the 70 members that voted to fund the FBI new headquarters. They're all there, and they all need to be primaried. And this is why, again, make bullying and shaming great again, because every one of these members of Congress should be shamed in public, should be shamed at their offices, should be shamed by email, should be shamed by phone. Not threatened, shamed. You're a piece of shit. You're allowed to say that. The Marine Corps and other military veterans at the FBI are being accused of being disloyal to the United States because they fit the profile of a supporter of former President Donald Trump, according to two new disclosures sent to lawmakers on the House Judiciary Committee. The Washington Times obtained copies of the disclosures. The whistleblower said FBI Security Division Deputy Assistant Director – Jeffrey Veltry and Assistant Section Chief Dina Perkins specifically went after Bureau employees who served as Marines or in other military branches. They retaliated against the agents by stripping them of security clearance, which sidelines them on the job and pushes them toward the exit, according to the disclosures. 
The whistleblower disclosures charged that Mr. Veltri and Ms. Perkins either declared or attempted to declare the Marine and other veterans as disloyal to the United States of America. Can you imagine serving your country as a Marine faithfully, as a member of the military service faithfully, and being a veteran of your country, and some fucking suit and tie paints a picture of you? as disloyal to the United States of America because you might politically align conservative and support Donald Trump? What the fuck is happening in this country? What has happened and continues to happen in this fucking country? I'm just chilling and waiting to get raided for my social media name. Pro Second Amendment, Jim Eagle. Go get the eagle. Take the eagle out. Get Fire up the Bearcats, and let's go after Jim Eagle. More, You're right. More proof positive that they cannot allow Trump to win in 2024. It's a problem, people. The desperation is at levels we've never seen before. They're terrified. Donald Trump keeps getting support in the polls. He keeps fundraising. People keep showing up to support this guy. We can't let him become president. Get Jen Psaki on the air on Sundays to talk about how bad he is. He's going to be a dictator. No, he's going to make all you commies eat dick is what he's going to do. In these cases, there was no indication that any of the individuals that their targeting had any affiliation to a foreign power or held any belief against the United States, the disclosure said. It's the FBI people that 70 scumbag Republicans voted to fund their new headquarters. $375 million for a new building in Maryland, just not too far from D.C. When they, the building is crumbling, well, maybe you should maintain it. Maybe you should renovate some areas of the building. If they're unsafe, why are we then, if, we, if, if they need a new building, why is the Capitol not crumbling? Why is the White House not crumbling? You maintain the buildings, right? You maintain the government buildings, you scumbags, Office of General Services, right? Is that their job? It's crazy. It's crazy. You know what? With that, I'm going to play this great video from Mags. Where's Joe Biden's mind? Dilly meme team. Phantom Shadow and Mags. Dilly meme team records right here. I love this. Come on, man. Good song, too. Roomba Joe, Roomba Joe Biden. With his head on the air, Joe slips on the ground. When he talks, he mumbles, yeah. Oh, man. When he speaks, these words confuse and don't make any sense. Where is Joe's mind? Where is Joe's mind? Where is Joe's mind? Sway out, he's in trouble, dance a screaming. Uh oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> 
is fucking amazing. The world of chaos, yeah. He forgets his words, I swear he don't know where he's living. Where is his mind? Where is his mind? Where is Joe's mind? And you ain't black. Phantom Shadow. Jesus Christ. The Dilly Meme Team. (laughs) My God. That's just... There are no words. There are no fucking words. That was actually the first time I watched that video. I watched it for like three seconds until the music started, and I said, I want to wait. I want to watch it with everybody. That was fucking great, you guys. Oh, my God. It's so great. It's so great. All right. And then we got... Yeah, you know, I'm going to skip that. Whoa. Uh, two more bullshit things. Two more bullshit things I got. I thought this was interesting. Now, that scumbag Gavin Newsom was just in China hanging out with Jinping over there, the commie dictator, playing with kids on basketball courts and tackling them. Why was he there? I think he's running a shadow campaign. That's I, I can't think of anything else. Why the governor of Florida, of Florida, <laughs> the governor of California, might as well be. Oh, you know what I was thinking of? The fucking debate they're supposed to have at the end of this month, Gavin Newsom and, uh, and Ron DeSantis. You have like the poster boy of autism debating the fucking pretty boy of communism. Like it's going to be, I, I'm considering streaming that debate live on rumble, like doing a watch party. I got to find out when it is it's the end of this month. I think I, I, I saw it and I was like, I should fucking stream this and just destroy it. I don't know. Maybe anyway. So now, you know, Ping, Xi Jinping comes to San Francisco. 
Now it's just come United States as some fucking summit, but this is great. San Francisco, San Francisco, one of the shittiest cities in America right now where they have apps that you can track where humans are taking a shit in the street and needles are laying in, in, in the street. So you know where to walk, literally, is an app like that. Some liberal didn't believe me until she was like, holy shit, there really is an app like that. Yeah, who used to live in San Francisco but now lives here and hates Donald Trump. It was a client of mine, and we were talking, and we were laughing. A big picture of Obama in her fucking house. White woman, by the way. The Obama family. Big picture, like above a fireplace, but they didn't have a fireplace. And I started telling them about this app in San Francisco. She goes, yeah, full of shit. I lived in San Francisco. Look it up. And she goes, holy shit, it's an app. I says, I'm not fucking with you. San Francisco. Now it's San Francisco. Well, San Francisco somehow manages to remove homeless and clean streets ahead of visit by China's communist dictator, Xi. And then put all these fences up. Where did all their homeless go? China's communist dictator Xi Jinping is set to visit San Francisco this week. Oh, he's coming this week. And the city has somehow finally managed to remove the homeless and clean up the streets. It's amazing. Well, the whole area where he's going to be is clean. Not a tent, not a hypodermic needle, not a human shit stain or a log pile of human shit on the street. Oh my God, Mystery Science Theater. I love that. You can still find it on YouTube. Oh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Me and my wife will binge watch that. It's so fucking like mindless and it's great. I fucking love it. So San Francisco will clean up the streets, clean up the shit, clean up the homeless, clean up the fentanyl, clean up the hypodermic needles for some fucking Chinese dictator, but they won't do this for people who pay taxes and live in the city. But they'll do it for that filthy commie, Xi. This sends a clear message about who the leaders of the city care about, and it's not the Americans who live there. I mean, well, we knew that. It's fucking commie San Francisco. But imagine this. Drug addicts, homeless, plaguing San Francisco's downtown miraculously disappear ahead of Biden and Xi Jinping summit. Drug addicts, dealers, homeless who have plagued San Francisco's downtown have miraculously disappeared this week as the city cleans up for a huge international event. They probably rounded them all up and put them in a, in a uh, shipping container and sent them to China where they'll just harvest all of their organs. There you go, China. Here's all of our homeless. Where did they go? Sources tell the Post the homeless have been pushed to other parts of the city in preparation for the Asia-Pacific Economic Corporation APEC Summit which starts tomorrow and runs through November 17th, which today. However, residents and business owners said city officials' attempts to herd transients and drug addicts is only a Band-Aid to a severe problem as drug overdoses continue to plague the city. As soon as those fences are down, they'll be back. Unless they were sent to China to orgus their heart, you know, organs. The city focused on seven intersections in the Tenderloin and south of Market or Soma neighborhoods, which is home to some of the more concentrated encampments where drug-addled people high on fentanyl and heroin can be seen passed out on the streets every day. They started clearing the tents earlier this week, and there was definitely a lot more police presence. Soma resident and community activist Ricky Lee Wynn told The Post, cleaned it up for the new owners. San Francisco's homeless population was entirely cleared out for Xi Jinping. Look at this video. Look, you got to walk through fences. Look at this. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, fucker. There you go. And as you can see... Look how clean it is. Not a shit stain to be off. seen. 
I'm not a big fan of these barricades. It looks like North Korea. It's sad our country's not safe enough. It's sad they got to put up barricades. Look. Look how clean it is. Imagine how the academy art. Look how clean it is. Here we are. It's so clean. San Francisco, clean it, cleanest it's ever been. Ahead of Chinese dictator, they clean up the street to San Francisco for Chinese dictator. They can fix the crisis plaguing our cities. They just don't want to because they hate you, hundred percent. They fucking hate you. Here you go. Here you go. Let's see. Let's bring this up. Here is your before. Look at all the shit just sprayed on there. Just the, the, the graffiti and stuff. You're homeless. Oh, we got the pink-haired liberal walking by with their Starbucks. Love and life. Look at this. They painted everything. It's a fucking business. Look, go back to before. Look at all the spray shit all over the place. And the homeless and the street. Now look. The street's fucking spotless. They painted it, and they got rid of the homeless. You got to be shitting me. There's it all the way in the corner. There's, there's tents, and they're gone. For the Chinese dictator. You have to love it. Oh, here we go. Here's yes, that's right. The summit is expected to bring in $53 million, filling hotel rooms, bringing that makes business. Sense. And the city Money. did tidy up for Dreamforce, but this cleanup is much more extensive. While San Francisco is in the spotlight for the Asia-Pacific Economic Conference, city leaders are making sure the city shines. Tourism is our business here in San Francisco, and we need to focus on making sure that the tourist dollars still come back. Caltrans repaving major roadways like the Harrison Street off-ramp from the I-80. BART doubling down by deep cleaning their stations overnight more often. The city had gotten a little bit dingy over time. Scrubbing and power washing is happening all over the city. Yeah, the bottom of my shoes look clean. Like. It's noticeable how clear the streets look and how few homeless encampments there are wow. on major thoroughfares. Can you imagine if they Having did that for the people there? Having been a resident in the Bay Area, you just naturally start to wonder of like houseless folks being displaced. Public Works is installing decorative crosswalks in North Beach and Chinatown. And the Webster Street pedestrian bridge in Japantown was recently repainted. The Yerba Buena Gardens at the Moscone Center are decked out with new colorful landscaping and murals, paid for by the Clean California grant, just in time for the 20,000 high-profile CEOs and heads of state coming Cleaned into town it up next for week. Optics. Some people say this should be how it's always done. What about the people who are here year-round? You, know, you like peasants. Local, hard-working, working-class Bay Area You folks. voted for it. Others welcome the cleanup. Anything that brings in uh, a positive look on the city of San Francisco is great. We will continue to do everything we can to maintain cleanliness in our streets. And city officials are saying that there are no additional funds that are being allocated for beautification. Departments are just using existing budgets. They also say that those budgets are being moved so that they can focus on the areas where APEC is taking place. The summit is expected to start on Wednesday. So they could have done this anytime. They didn't, it didn't cost them any extra money. They could have done this at any time and actually main, cleaned up and maintained their city is what they're saying. But they did it now for optics because of all these executive CEOs, Biden, Xi Jinping, and all these other prominent Democrats are going to be there. They could have done this. Now, here's the test. What happens after Ping is gone? What happens after Xi is gone? Do the streets go back to be covered in filth? Will there be sh piles of human shit again? Will there be homeless encampments? 
Will there be graffiti? Will there be filth? Will there be human fucking piss pots everywhere on every street corner? Or will they maintain this? Will they actually maintain this? But it took this for them to clean up their streets, but not for Fruit Loop, Peter Pan, and the rest of the San Francisco's. Even though they pay taxes, they don't deserve the cleanliness of the streets only when the China dictator comes. But they voted for this. They voted for this. Bring on the MAGA dozer. The MAGA dozer would clean those streets in no time. <laughs> they cleaned up Chinatown. Nope. They wouldn't do it for the people. They wouldn't do it for the businesses there. They wouldn't do it for the public. They wouldn't do it for the constituents. They wouldn't do it for the taxpayers, whatever you want to call them. No, they did it for the China dictators for optics, political optics. And I'm going to guess that it's going to go to shit after it's, they all leave. I give it two weeks and it goes to shit again. It goes to shit once again. One more thing, and we're going to leave it at that. Philadelphia has a new mayor, a liberal mayor, but this is interesting. Philly's liberal mayor-elect wants to use National Guard to shut down open-air drug markets in the city. I don't know if you've been to Philadelphia lately, but there's an area there, uh, Kensington. They call it the nerve center of the nation's opioid crisis where people are ODing in the middle of the street, in the middle of the day, the fentanyl fold, people just blacking out, crashing. And the liberal mayor wants to use the National Guard to shut down the open air drug markets because I literally dealing drugs in the middle of the day, it doesn't matter. Philadelphia ushered in a new era on Tuesday, electing its first female mayor. Sherelle Parker, who's a liberal, who vowed to employ strong law enforcement measures, including calling on the National Guard to tackle the city's rampant open-air drug markets. Is she a moderate? This is something Donald Trump wanted to do in the summer of love when they were burning down cities and liberal mayors and liberal governors told him to keep his Nazi-like thugs out of their cities. Which, by the way, the DeSantard said Donald Trump did nothing during the summer of love, and he wanted to activate military and federal aid to stop it, to quell it, and they told him no. They told him no. And the states themselves did not activate their National Guard. During a town hall in recent weeks, Parker responded to a resident's plea to clean up Kensington, the nerve center of the nation's opioid crisis, home to a vast population of drug addicts and notorious for its open-air drug market. Will I call on them to help us, for example, shut down the open-air drug market in Kensington? That's being allowed to prevail. Parker echoed the constituents' question, affirming unequivocally that the National Guard will be instrumental to her strategy. Remains to be seen. She's only the mayor-elect. In conversation with the Philadelphia Inquirer, Parker laid out her plan to implement a robust intergovernmental approach to orchestrate the cleanup of Kensington and put an end to the open-air drug market, an area where addicts openly inject substances and frequently collapse on sidewalks or streets. It's a locale sought after by users of fentanyl <clears throat> and, and uh, zelazine, an inexpensive but lethal... Oh. Vet Trank found in over 90% of 
of drug samples examined in Philadelphia based on the 2021 city data. Now, if you go on YouTube and you type in Kensington, Philadelphia, a lot of it is looping, but there are live streamers that have, they've walked the streets all night and during the day. And it is, you don't even think you're in America, what they've done to the streets there. Just go to YouTube and just put in Kensington streets or uh, Kensington, Philadelphia, the live streams. It's wild. Parker, who previously served on the city's council and in Pennsylvania House of Representatives, will be Philadelphia's 100th mayor and its first female mayor. Democrats have controlled the mayor's seat in Philadelphia since 1952. This means that they have held the position for 71 years. Parker pledges to transform Philadelphia into the safest, cleanest, greenest metropolis in the United States. Let's start with safe and clean, okay? I'm uniquely prepared to make the city the safest, cleanest, greenest big city in the nation with access to economic opportunity for all, Parker said. I communicated to the people that if they gave me the opportunity, I wouldn't be afraid to make those tough decisions to implement that vision I share with them and that I would remain my authentic self. Will she? Listen, I'll give her credit if she marches the National Guard in there and gets rid of all of, all of these fucking drug addicts and homeless encampments and the crime that's going on. Literally. YouTube that shit and see what's going on. Kensington in Philadelphia. It is unfucking believable. Kensington has been bad for a long time, but it is involved into, yeah, it's crazy what it's become. It was always not a shitty area, not a good area, but what it's become is unfucking believable. I'll give this Democrat mayor credit if she's true to her word and brings in, whether it's a National Guard or law enforcement to completely eradicate it, I'll be like, wow. And she's moderate in certain ways. Well, we'll see. I'll, I will give her the benefit of the doubt. She She's not sworn in yet. She may just turn around and not do anything. Or if she does it, I'll give her props for it. I will. Yeah, I'm happy to see anyone admit that there's a problem. And if they're willing and have a plan to fix it, 100%. And we'll, we'll see. I'm here for it. We'll see what happens. And really quick before I leave you with another great video. This January 6th, who is being hunted, they haven't gotten him yet. He's on the lam. FBI, armed FBI agents are hunting him down in the woods like a fucking animal. The guy didn't even go into the Capitol. He's a fucking, he's a fucking veteran. This is a give, send, go fundraising page. You set up for uh, January 6th defendant Sergeant Gregory Yetman if the heavily armed FBI agents hunt him down in the woods like an animal. Cynthia Hughes, again, my good friend from the Patriot Freedom Project. She's been, um, sending out this uh, as well. And I don't know if he has children. I'm not 100% sure. I believe he does. I have to have uh, some conversation with her and, and what else she might be um, doing uh, for him or his family. But uh, this was created by the Yetman family, and the, the funds will be received by them. January 6th, fugitive. <sighs> Fucking unbelievable. Gregory Yetman's... Oh, oh okay. Okay. Uh, it's an update. I didn't see this part. He surrendered He surrendered to Monroe Township Police on Friday after a three-day manhunt by heavily armed FBI SWAT teams with hound dogs. They were literally going through people's houses, going through their sheds, running through the woods like a fucking residential area, looking for this guy like he killed six people. If they would only hunt down human traffickers who were selling and fucking kids like they were hunting down American veterans who, who attended a protest. <sighs> This is what gives me so much fatigue that this shit like this. Gregory Yetman is a retired army sergeant. He was given an honorable discharge 
last year after almost two decades of service. Wow. Yetman fought in both the Iraq and Afghanistan sir, and, and Afghanistan serving his country. The FBI told locals in Helmeta, New Jersey during the raid to keep their doors locked as they searched for Yetman in the woods because he was so dangerous to the public. 20 years in the military. Honorable discharge. Protested against a tyrannical government in a stolen election and in support of Donald J. Trump. And this is what they're doing to them. Yetman is accused of picking up a large canister of pepper spray from the ground and spraying it toward Capitol Police and protesters. Now, this is something that happened if for this crime, something that happens each weekend at your local Antifa riot, throwing Molotov cocktails at police. The FBI launched a major manhunt over this 10-second act and a half years after January 6th, yeah, two and a half years after January 6th, two and a half years after, and they're hunting people who might have sprayed mace towards police but no victims, and a lot of these people were actually spraying mace at fights breaking out among protesters, not near police. Actually, there were people that sprayed other protesters with mace who were attacking Capitol Police. But go after them all. But you can spray paint cops in the middle of New York. You can uh, mace and throw Molotov cocktails at cops in the middle of Times Square at an Antifa riot and not see a day in jail. Gregory Yetman turned himself in Friday morning, nearly three years after the January 6th protest and three days after the FBI chased him into the local woods. Gregory Yetman's family set up a Give, Send, Go account to help him pay for his legal defense. It's going to need hundreds of thousands of dollars, breaking up a family, destroying a family, destroying a life. Three years after the event, they're going to keep doing this. They're coming after a lot of people. I know for a fact that they're coming after a lot of people. Now they made an unrestricted area where they were legal permitted demonstrations. Oh, no, that was a restricted area the whole time. No, it wasn't. They're sending a message. The message is clear. You're going to support Donald Trump? They're coming after you. This is now not a free country. The family wrote more about their brother Greg on his fundraising page. You can go there and check it out. It's uh, here. This is uh, this is the GoFundMe. I'm sorry, the Give Send Go, not GoFundMe. Fuck them. GiveSendGo.com slash GBBRN. Now I got to be honest. I don't know if this guy has kids or not. Uh, military veteran, do anything to protect his loved ones. He served 13 years in the Army National Guard. He was a military police sergeant. He was ta- uh, training lower enlisted soldiers. Uh, I don't, I don't know if he has any kids. He talks about his military career. You can go there and check it out. I'll dump this in the chat right now. Boom. You can watch me do it. Boom. There it is. Really is a shame. This is what they're doing to people. Antifa would throw mortars, but they only siege the federal courthouse for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. No harm, no foul. That's okay. It's not a big deal. Probably see another summer of love coming up. We have to. I mean, it's going to be election. It'll be, you know, it's an election year. We're going to have to see something, right? 
I mean, why the fuck wouldn't we? They have to make, they have to find, they just, they, they're so desperate, these people. It, it's really sick. Uh, it just, it's, it's, it really is. It's, it's, it's mentally draining on the, on the things that they're doing to just regular Americans or that they want to do to regular Americans. Exploding fireworks, blinding cops. I know a police officer who has uh, hearing damage from the protests and they're actually busting his balls about giving him his three-quarter line-of-duty injury retirement because of his hearing, because of what they, at a protest. So, it's really, 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 really fucked up. Anyway, it's MAGA Monday. I think the positive out of all of this is the unbelievable support we saw this weekend for the 45th and soon-to-be 47th president of the United States. But he's not going to be 47th president, the 47th president of the United States without us really banding together and doing what needs to be done to get him there. Again, it's whether it's rallies, whether it's door knocking, it's canvassing. The RNC is not helping us. As a matter of fact, the RNC has waged war against MAGA, in my opinion. And we have to firm up what MAGA is and what it stands for in America first. And we have to get out there and we have to do what needs to be done. All right. We're going to leave with this video. Listen, live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern. Every weekday, MAGA mornings. We're always live. Let's check out another great Dilly meme team. It hadn't been for lying ass Joe. Love out this. Out of gas long time ago. We don't want you. Why don't you go? We don't want you lying ass Joe. It hadn't been for lying ass Joe. Out of gas long time ago. We don't want you. Why don't you go? We don't want you lying ass Joe. Oh man.
Brilliant minds of Dilly Mean Team. Brilliant minds. To walk in their heads for a day. Unbelievable. 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 All right, everybody. MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, bright and early. Thanks for all your support. See you soon. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars.